All right, welcome to the Mountainpreneur Podcast. My name is Nick, alongside Bobby. What's up, man? What up? So we were not really planning on recording. Um, however, how it normally goes, we end up just getting into a conversation, and ten minutes in, we're like, we should probably be recording this. <laughs> that's right, man. And that's really what this like again. What this whole project is about is really just us always getting into conversations and. Um, I think other people can really, you know, learn from it. Um, so let's kind of recap what we were actually just kind of having a conversation about is really an extension of what we talked about last week of um, uh, authenticity and authenticity in kind of your and your business decisions and what you're kind of choosing to pursue and why you're choosing to pursue it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean it it is generally how um we wanted this podcast to go. I yeah, I, I think it is nice to have people on and I think it is nice to have like a solidified topic, but a lot of times, you know, being in business like your solidified topic changes uh, moment to moment. You know, I have a, a list of things that I want to start my day with, a list of things that I need to accomplish, then I get a phone call and I have to shift my direction in a total different manner. So I don't think this is too off topic to, to, to make our podcast <laughs> very similar to the way we do business. Um, but yeah, Nick and I started talking this morning, you know, he gave me a call and I just got off uh, listening to Seth Godin's Akimbo podcast. And I forget the exact name. I can pull it up. I sent it over to Nick this morning. Postage due. Yeah, postage due. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. And it got me thinking about, um, marketing at first and you know i sell ads for a living i run a media company and we, we we literally have outlets for people to reach other people so the businesses to reach consumers um and i started listening from that angle and it was really great it, it went over digital marketing um, which is direct marketing affiliate marketing and then more traditional style um working local marketing and that led us down a little bit more of a conversation to uh, being a local business and like what that truly means and also like walking the talk. Um, you know, there's so many businesses out there right now that you see that support local hashtag uh, everywhere. You see all sorts of different promotions or give back programs, you know, much like Tom shoes started uh, you see affiliate programs out there uh, as well. And, and leading back to that authenticity note, like, how do you as a consumer um, weed through that How, This in this attention economy? If you listen to Seth Godin's podcast, you'll understand what that means is you are the economy or your attention is what everybody's vying for. Um, so like you That's as the I mean. consumer, how do you know that the information you're getting isn't diluted, um, isn't yeah. clickbait? It, you know, it's actual information that's that's valuable media. Uh, you, you hear that questioned a lot right now and some big time media stuff. And then also you as a business owner who's out there with these support local hashtags, like start putting your money where your mouth is and and actually live that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of where right. where this all stemmed from and, and where we we rabbit hole down. And we wanted to bring that back to to you guys as our listeners um, and talk a little bit more about like what does that really mean to be authentic in your business and and your preaching and your marketing yeah. efforts all the way down to maybe you as your whole as a person uh, where yeah. are you getting your products for your home um, truly walking the walk um, so yeah I, 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 did I summarize that well Nick what do you think yeah totally you did and like to give an example and put it in the context like 
when you're when you're when you were talking about that, I instantly related it to the training I'm going through with ClickFunnels, which if you know anywhere, everyone listening out there, ClickFunnels is a website builder essentially, but it's basically a website that is designed to sell for you. It's a sales funnel. Um, so you know there's pop-ups, there's one time offers, you know, limited time offers, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm sure anyone's seen it on certain websites, the way they're kind of designed to make you want to keep clicking and make you want to go through these offers um, and buy now. It's direct marketing. Um, But (laughs) the inauthentic inauthentic piece of it is in this training where – Russell, the owner is, is telling us to like put, to make our offer, the way you, you charge more is just make your offer better and how you make your offer better. Well, he's like, Oh, you don't actually have to write a book. You can just license the rights to a book and say it's yours, you know, which is like totally inauthentic. It's like, Mm -hmm. sure. Maybe it works. And like all the whole time he's constantly boosting, like, all these success stories of people doing this, but you know, there's a lot of other questions to ask, like how long are they in business? They just made money for a month. Like, you know, what are they, are they still, are they still doing what they, what you told them to do? Like, is, are there any lawsuits around what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Right, it's, right. it's just, uh, it has felt kind of slimy. Like you were, like you're kind of telling Tell me earlier it's like it, it's it's kind of felt slimy but but that's where i'm also wondering too bobby is like can i shift this like can i use this tool because can i can i use this tool to market authentically you know is oh, there I a way think... to do direct sales marketing correctly yeah i think the answer is yes like you have a platform right so mm-hmm. you like that's where i think it makes it authentic like you are offering, like if you started doing something from the Capture Your Action website that tied into what you're currently doing and you took some lessons from your ClickFunnel class to mm-hmm. keep people on your website, to increase your value of your product, your offering that you currently created, I think, yeah, that's pretty authentic, right? Because you're using your platform. But to go out there, license a book, put a bunch of fake, not fake, put a bunch of products on your website that you didn't create, you didn't do anything with, um, and then use Google AdWords and use Facebook ads to promote the hell out of them and, you know, just drive that business. That's, that's awesome. If your end goal is literally just to create profit for yourself and you don't think about anybody else, you don't care about the consumer, you don't care about our environment and you don't really care about like, I don't know, I would say like true ethics. Uh, I don't right. know, maybe right. morality. I don't necessarily want to get into that talk because we all have a different view of that. Um, yeah, then, then awesome. Follow, follow that, right? Like use all of those things to just make yourself a bunch of profit and have an inauthentic product. And the end user is, you know, got this diluted pot of information because that's all they're being sold. Then awesome. But you know what? I mean, here's the, here's the, here's the devil's advocate. It's like, you know what, Bobby, fuck you. I have bills to pay. I need to, I need to figure out, I just lost my job. I need to figure out a way to make money. And this guy's telling me to subscribe to his platform and sell some bullshit. I'm going to do it. Right. Right. I mean, and again, that's where your, your values might may lie. And that's, 
that's okay. You know, I, I like to, to wake up and go to bed feeling pretty good about myself and right. um, know that I could tell my story to anybody and it, it would feel like heartwarming. Um, and it would feel like, you know, like a Hallmark story or something. I don't know. Um, that's fine. Like, again, like I'm not, I'm not going to tell you here how to do your business and like, I'm not going to tell you that, you know, just making profit is like, you know, is, is a terrible thing, but I'll have to say, if you're not satisfied with, um, the way the world's going today, um, with minimum wage right now, uh, with, you know, all the bills that you currently have, like, then maybe take a look at what I'm talking about, because, right. um, all of that is a product of what we've created. All of that is something that, uh, like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a product of what we've created by diluting the industry by by only focusing on profit. And um, you know, I don't want to get it too far ahead, but like I talked to you about the the Patagonia book, uh, "Let My People Go Surfing," and mm. Kim and I are we're on a new thing. We should start a book club, by the way, we, we, with like business people, uh, a business book club. Nice. Uh, I think it'd be really fun. We were, we're reading two books back and forth simultaneously to each other. So rather than like reading our own book, we take a little bit of time. I read a, you know, a couple passages from my book and then she reads a couple passages from her book. So she's reading the tipping point by Maxim Gladwell, really great book. Mm -hmm. Um, but also kind of on the lines of maybe what we're talking about. I haven't read it in so long, but it is on the lines of like, really like <laughs> generating profit, 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 you know? Uh, and then uh, we're reading, you know, Yvonne Chouinard, Patagonia founder, uh, Let My People Go Surfing. And that book is is really enlightening to me of a reminder. Kim and I have been choosing to do business a certain way. And sometimes it's attractive to be like, oh, we need an online store right now. And that's, it's all through affiliate links, right? Like, so we're not going to make or sell anything. We're just going to put it out there. Oh, like, let's have some affiliate stuff. We started online teaching. Well, maybe if I wear this, you know, mala or shirt, I could sell more of them, right? So it's super attractive for us to want to jump into that because we have this platform. But we don't often like we 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 bring it up in meetings, we 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 talk about it, we even go to the point of starting to, to develop that type of product, and then it doesn't feel right, and we pull back, and three months later, it turns into something else that's super authentic and really actually jives with our brand. Well, right. starting to read that book by, um, you know, Yvonne Chouinard. It, it just reminds me that that's the way it, it needs to be done. And that's the way we're going to continue to do business. Yeah. The shiny silver dollar at this point, not shiny silver ball, like isn't always the um, end result that we want for our world. So, right. you know, if you read that book, it was back in 2006 that it came out. A lot of the stuff that they were talking about, because they, they put themselves on blast. You know, he's like, look, I, I buy yarn from here it ships to here they make it over here then it ships back to here before it gets to the customer it's been on a boat like five times right. you know so he's like i'm obviously a part of this so like we're looking by x time to have this type of shipping and if you look at patagonia they've done it they put their money where their mouse is you know they they take um these giant risks i wouldn't say risks because to them they're not risks they're calculated they they believe in supporting mother earth to support their business forever so that you can buy their products a hundred years from now. So, yeah, like we talked about, if you're into this click funnel thing and you're building it just to sell it, well, you're not, you're not in what I'm talking about. I'm talking about is your business going to be around in a hundred years, right? Yeah. So yeah, he puts his money where his mouth is, where if it costs him twice as much to get a new yarn, that's going to decompose in five years rather than 50 years, they're buying it and they're putting it in their product and they're figuring right. it out. Right. 
because they know in the long run that like eventually they're going to be sustainable products that their profit will come. And yes, they're taking less of a hit, but they're putting their money where their mouth is because it's important to him as a company, as a culture that they get to go experience the outdoors in the future, that your kids get to go do it. That if climbing is something you want to do, it's, it's going to be accessible. So they're putting their money where their mouth is. So long, long talk, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, I just really wish, um, I I wish we were all incentivized to do that, Mm -hmm. but we're not like global warming, you know, climate change is not at the forefront of NPR right now, you know, like it's always, it's always profit, profit first and, and, and what's going on right now. Not, no one's really thinking long, long game. Like even with me, I was talking about buying my house, you know, like I need Mm -hmm. to think long term. Like I was just, on the phone with um, a good buddy who's a great realtor. And he's like, he's like, you know, if you're planning on owning a house for 10 years, you're going to go through a downturn no matter what, whether you're buying at the low or the high, you're going to go through a downturn. And like, you've got to remember that, you know, that, and that's where I, I get comfort comfortable in making a big purchase, like buying a house. Cause it's like, okay, I, I I'm not just trying to make a quick buck here in a year or two years. I'm trying to you know, build out a rental unit and own this thing, uh, you know, own a nice property that I can give a great product to my customer, which is my tenant. Right. Like, right. It's, I got it. It's the same. I guess I'm trying to think of like this, this mentality for everything, right? Like it's totally applicable for, um, for any industry you're in, like in just getting into any type of business. I, I totally agree with you. Like it needs to be of, the people go surfing mindset, not of I'm going to be rich tomorrow mindset. Yeah. And that's really tough because I mean, look at our society where we're, it, it's no, no one's present. fault. Like Sorry. we're, we're a materialistic society and, and that's a tough switch. We're a convenience based society. So that's a really tough switch. So like, sure. if you didn't grow up like Yvonne Chouinard, like he had those values. Like if you read the book, you'll see like, those are something that was instilled with him. Not all of us grew up like that. Right. So like right. here he is like, Oh, it's, he's preaching a little bit, but it's like, it was easy for him because that's the way he always lived. So if you haven't always lived like that, like you're going to have a hard time changing that mindset slightly. So yeah, like let's, you know, let's talk about that. Like, all right. So I see all of the businesses, all of the local businesses here and all over the, the town. I mean, gosh, I'm part of so many different groups. Shop local, shop local, shop local, shop local. Right. And I totally agree with that. I, I think the more we can do that, the more we can keep our uh, our economy, our dollar in our economy, the more it benefits all of us. We all live in this, you know, macro uh, macrocosm of the, mic- the ma- microcosm of the macrocosm. So, like, how do we, if we if we affect that? Right. Like it'll grow out into the like it'll continue to grow and it'll continue to grow and it'll continue to grow. So I do believe in that. And uh, I do see that happening more and more. And I um, I love that hashtag shop local. You know, right. but then I, I talk to all these local businesses you know, I sell ads, right? I sell marketing. I sell that. I sell it your attention. I'm trying to get Nick's attention when, uh, you know, you're trying to buy it. So and that's me. I'm that middleman, but I constantly hear from small businesses that, well, I, I only do my advertising on Google. I only do Facebook ads or I, um, you know, I, I need to be in front of like X amount of people or whatever it is. And that to me is like the total opposite. Those are the same people putting out the hashtag shop local. 
Okay, well, if you believe in shopping local, wouldn't you support a local media too? Wouldn't you advertise with the local radio station maybe or the local newspaper or the local magazine? Right. You know, rather than giving Google your money? Right. But, but at that moment, it's like, yeah, but Bobby, I get more of a return out of that. Okay, so shop local though. So basically that business owner is telling me that I shouldn't buy their t-shirt because I could probably buy it on the internet cheaper. Why would I buy it from them? Just, Oh, they're local. Who cares? I could buy it on Amazon. Yeah. That's the same approach they take when they buy their advertising, but then they want the consumer to take the approach of shopping local. Right. So that right there is one, one part of it. But I also don't want to like poo poo, like doing direct marketing, like digital marketing, has to be done direct marketing use facebook use use google use all of those things but adding to your marketing budget supporting that local media company um, creates quality media as well so here i am you're telling me that right i'm selling you this ad and you're keep telling me nick i keep hearing hey i only use facebook i only use this i only use this well now i want to create something like that on my website some sort of clickbait because that's what facebook ads are that's what google ads are right and I sell, I write an article about a, a product just to create an affiliate link, just to create some clickbait. So now my end user gets an article that's diluted. So th- th- that's, I guess, that's where I'm, I'm going with this. Right? Like, the more we keep doing this, the, the more it dilutes all of it, right? The, what it does is it drives down uh, the, the value of the product, because we're all focusing on this only direct marketing. So we're all on that one platform trying to direct market to the same person. Say I sell what you sell. Well, now I'm going to try to sell it a little bit cheaper. Well, now for you to compete, you got to sell it a little bit cheaper. So we're just like decreasing each other's like profit margin. Right. Right. Or then you're buying something because you think I, again, I'm, I'm writing about it because I honestly believe it works. Actually, I've never tried it. It might break on you. The, the clothing might be terrible, but I'm getting 24 <laughs> cents every time you right. buy it. So I'm going to promote right. it to you a little bit more. Right. So all of it's diluted, right? Like it dilutes what you get as the end user. It dilutes what, your profit as the business owner. Then it makes me as a media company want to dilute my content to start competing with these diluted markets so I can make a profit. So I, I don't know like if a that terrible makes any black sense. Right. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it like it jumps like all a, over the place with it. But it's yeah, like... but well, you're painting a black hole picture, you know, of like this is this is the what the future is going to look like, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. It's and do you want to support that? Like, do you? I mean, all right. So when you buy no, a shoe company, but right? Fuck, like, I want my cheap. I want my cheap T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, you do, right? But all right, <laughs> that's what everybody does, right? Yeah, but you want the cheap T-shirt, but then the other guy wants the expensive shoes because they're X brand, right? right? So, like, you want – I'm looking at my Danner shoes, and I don't actually know who they're owned by. I want to use somebody bigger. Like, you like – like, Wolverine Shoe Company owns so many of those name brand shoes, right? Okay. The end user does not know that. Right. So, like, you like Asics, you like Nikes, you like this, whatever it might be. They're all made by, like, the same freaking shoe company. And the end user is duped. We don't even know. And we're paying more for one than the other because it's got a cooler logo or it's a little bit more popular right now. So to me, what does that do? It diluted the market. Like we have extra product out there that doesn't even need to exist simply because, you know, Chaco was doing well and they were bought up by Wolverine. This small company was doing well. They were bought up by Wolverine. And now you as the end user are literally buying one. All of your shoes come from this one one guy. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So at the end of it, do you want Jeff Bezos to cl- control our the all of our products and everything that we get? Awesome. Keep giving them your freaking money, or put your money where your mouth is. Pay a little bit more. Stop waiting for the tomorrow shipping. We live in the mountains. Might take three weeks if you order it from a small company. But put your money where your mouth is. Like I, I know what you're saying, Nick. Like yeah, it's tough to change conveniences. Yeah, but I'm here to challenge myself constantly, right? Like, I don't want to be the status quo. I don't want to continue to participate in what I see going on in our world, which is literally driving the bottom line down to zero. We're we're being the most divisive we've ever been. When we could live a much better life, I don't believe in a utopia, but I do believe that things could be better. And the masses, they want to speak up, speak up with your dollar, speak up with your actions, speak up as a small business owner, and you'll actually see an impact. If we all operated like Patagonia, things would be a lot different. And guess what? We'd still all make profit. I know. That's the thing is that that right there is like, I don't think people realize how much plugging into your local community and actually supporting your competition in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. Really helps the whole climate, the whole, your whole industry, whatever industry you're in. Like it, it, yes, there is competition against, your your competitors against other other businesses in your in your industry but what you're saying is like racing to the cheapest the cheapest price is not the way to operate regardless of industry dan how do you want to leave this world like it's it's great that you might be able to make a little bit of profit Take a look at your life on the timeline of the of the planet. <laughs> like, yeah. If you actually give a shit, then do something about it. If you don't, then stop with the fake hashtags and the fake, I don't know, what do they call it? They've, they've been calling it the, the couch, like, oh, I don't know. activist, you know, like, oh. <laughs> stop preaching, you know, like, you're out there <laughs> the preaching. Everyone wants to preach, right? Everyone has a voice now, but they don't do shit about it. Like, right. and that's the, right. I, I think that's the, now we have a diluted world. Like we all have a voice. So everyone's voice is now diluted. Who do you listen to? Who knows? Like what conspiracy do you want to follow or not? Well, you can find whatever you want to prove yourself. Right. It's out there. Like, I don't know. It's just been like you talked. I liked what you just talked about. Like this, you know, support others in your industry. Like we meet with mountain town magazine every time she's in town, anytime we're in her town, she's direct competition for us. I mean, she literally, she, I, I'm, she would pick the same advertisers. She, it's not same content, but it would cover the same areas. You know, like some people would be like, why would you meet with her? You know, we meet with her every single time she's in town because she's another small magazine owner. And literally she's like the closest, like she's, she's the small magazine owner. She owns two magazines herself. Um, it's not a media company producing it, but then we work closely with the Vale Daily who's owned by Swift uh, communications. You know, they, they talk about sharing rack space with us. We talk about, you know, we, we have conversations with, with them. Um, they're, they're friends of ours, you know, but again, that's direct competition. Like I want some of the advertisers that they have. I, I try to get, you know, many of them in our magazines, but I support them. It's like, if they don't exist, I don't exist. If people don't believe in magazines or local media, then well, I have nothing of value. Right. And right. But see, but you're competing on what you, on your strengths, not on your cheapest price. Someone's going to choose the market into your magazine because of what you offer, not because 
uh, the cost, right? Like that, just competing on that fact alone is supporting your competition, right? You're supporting like healthy competition. Yeah. Does that make yeah. Sense? Yeah. Does that make I, sense? Yeah, no, it doesn't. I believe because but I believe in media, right? Like I believe in my industry, like, and I'm not yeah. only here just to make a profit, but I, I need to make a profit, right? Without them, I won't make a profit. Like if people aren't, you sell widgets, you know, if people aren't buying widgets from other people, they're not going to buy your widget ever. So it's like you, yeah, you want to support that healthy competition. And I also believe in the industry of advertising, right? So like we talked earlier today, Nick, uh, you know, Mercedes got it down to, it cost them a thousand dollars in ads to get somebody to buy, but they couldn't just walk up to every person and give them a thousand dollars and they would go buy a Mercedes. If they did, they wouldn't advertise anywhere. They would just walk around with thousand dollar checks and hand them out and people <laughs> would go buy a Mercedes. Right. But right. they've, they've calculated that, that, that cost of that person to, to come and buy an ad, right? It's the same concept of like us trying to vie for someone else's attention. We need to figure out what it costs us. All right. All right that's what I'm going back to. Like, so if, if you need to reach X people, Nick as capture the action and uh-huh. you know, it costs X amount of money to reach a person before they become a buyer, but you can't just say, Bobby, write a story about me. And tell everybody to av- come in and, and do this with me. It's not going to work, right? I need the Veil Daily to be there because you know what? I might not be your avenue right then. I might not be. You might need like a, a, a three-day campaign because there's a group in town. I'm not your avenue. But I, I know if you spend that money and you see a return in the future, you might spend that money with me. So that's how I'm looking at it, right? So you've, you're the calculated marketer person you know, the, the, the business man and, and you see a value in advertising. So like, I'm not always going to be your man, simply put, right? Like you sell a t-shirt, right? Like I sell a graphic design t-shirt. Well, I only sell four designs when I own all four, like I'm going to be looking for another graphic design t-shirt company. Right. 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 So like you want your partner to exist. I mean, your competition to exist, I guess I do. Um, yeah, I, I got off. I got derailed a little bit on my thought process there, but yeah, that that's, I, I believe in that because I believe in the industry that I'm in and I believe you as an end user need to have choices um, for your, for your product. I mean, so again, um, do got to wrap it up. Um, Mm -hmm. Just like in, in review of this, it's like, we're kind of just extending on authenticity here and reasons of why you want to get into business and be a business owner. And it's, it's keeping it's keeping your your customer in mind and the longevity of your business in mind and not just following a shiny ball and trying to make the money quick like it's just not going to last and it just it just it just feeds on uh, a climate a uh, a world that we a market that we don't want really want to be a part of even though we're deep deep into digital marketing <laughs> but yeah yeah right exactly like you said we're deep into digital marketing we're oh it's again we're not saying not do it it's like Yvonne Chouinard saying like well I, I I'm not gonna make clothing because that doesn't happen right like no it's just like keep fine-tuning your machine right like you're you got a beast that's working how do you make it you're preaching local how do you make your business more local how do you shop more local as a person right um so that that podcast that kind of started this all this morning was postage due uh, by Seth Code Code uh, Kimbo and it's it's a really great podcast um, for a business owner to understand what what I was speaking to and, and why Nick and I went down this rabbit hole this morning. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. I want to listen to that right now too, actually. Um, 
But yeah, thanks. Thanks, Bobby. I know we got a little heated there. That was fun. It's <laughs> fun oh, though. We're passionate about passionate it, you know. about business lately. Yeah, it was great. I mean, and that's, that's why, and that right there is a sign of like authenticity, for sure. <laughs> you know, you're in the, you're in business for the right reason. Yes, sir. You know, like I said, how do we leave this world a better place? That's, that's my hopes, I guess, so. All right, buddy. I'll talk, I'll chat with you next week. All right, my man. Enjoy Thanks your day. Thanks, everyone, for listening. All right. See you, buddy.